0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: There's President Trump yesterday from the inaugural speech, Uh, just reading in the Washington Post today, and let me just quote, inspired by the Women's March on Washington, more than a million women around the world are expected to hit the streets Saturday, that would be today, of course, to show solidarity with Americans and to promote human rights and gender equality in their own countries while the march in Washington is expected to draw about 200,000 people, organizers say other marches dotted around the United States, and indeed the world could collectively draw 10 times that figure. Now, we heard earlier from Jas- Jackson Prosco, the Washington bureau chief for global news, that it's possibly half a million uh, people in the women's march in Washington. One of the people there, one of the women there, is Ann Buckma from Hamilton. and is a writer, editor, reporter. And uh, she's with us right from the march. Hi, Ann. Hello, Roy. How are you? Good. How are you? And how would you describe what you see around you?
1: Oh Well, Roy, it's absolutely incredible. I'm staring at Capitol Hill right now. Um, unfortunately, because of the huge crowd here, we've had no Wi-Fi, so, um, you know, I, I feel out of touch. But uh, the numbers we're hearing are half a million people twice what was anticipated. I can tell you from the hour and a half lineup I had at the porta potty yeah. there are a lot of people here.
0: That's how you measure the, the size of the crowd, right? The length of the time of the way to the porta potty
1: That's what, when you have <laughs> this many women. Um, I have to tell you, the overriding feeling here is one of celebration and joy. Even though people are, uh, you know, they're calling it a march, not a protest. People are here for Issues that they believe in. There is a real air of festivity and fun and joyfulness. Um, It's just an incredible place to be right now.
0: So, if there's an overarching message, uh, and the organizers have said that it's not a, it shouldn't be defined as an anti-Donald Trump march. But if there's an overarching message, what's the overarching message, Anne?
1: Well, I think one of the really interesting things about this march is that uh, even though it's called a women's march, for one thing, I'm amazed at how many men are here. Uh, I'm here with a large group, and we were sort of looking around trying to figure out the percentage. I would say 30% of the people here are men, uh, so I wasn't expecting that. That's fantastic to see. Um, there's many people here for many different reasons. Even though it's called a women's march, there are so it's like an umbrella march, really. I mean, people are here, um, you know, raising awareness about climate change, women's issues, Black Lives Matter, uh, immigrant issues, LGBT. Uh, rights, uh, reproductive rights. It seems uh, there are many, many issues that people are, uh, you've got signs and slogans and chants. It's a real umbrella of folks uh, out here making their voices known.
0: What is it that would have primarily interested in motivated Canadian women to go to Washington
1: and attend? Well, you know, there are so many Canadian women. I traveled on a bus for 12 hours last night, and I think there are about uh, an estimated 600 women on the buses. I've kept track of women from Hamilton. I've got a count of about 75 who have flown out, driven here, or were on the buses. And I think, um, you know, it's an issue of solidarity. And I can tell you from the moment we walked onto the National Mall, uh, as Canadians we have our flags out and we've got our Maple leaves showing, and people have been hugging us. Um, they are so thankful that we're here. They're rather amazed, actually, that we are. Um, a couple people said, "Can we trade uh, Trump for Trudeau?" But uh, they just seem oh yeah, please baffled. let's do that. <laughs> they uh, seem—I don't think so. Uh, they seem sort of baffled that we're here and, and very, you know, very touched by it. So uh, it's been very heartwarming uh, to see that.
0: Yeah, Americans have that's a that's way. True. Americans have a way of expressing gratitude. I remember when we were. Uh, the first anniversary of 9-11, we went down and broadcast there, and they were also doing the same thing. They were hugging us and thanking us for being there. They often feel isolated, and and has, this this instance... Of,
1: yeah, we have a lot of things that they don't have. Um, you know, parental leave, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of issues, you know, universal health care, things that they are struggling for and that seem a long way away for them, things that we take for granted. So I think they sort of look at us and scratch their heads and wonder why our cultures are so different, even though our borders are, are so close. Um, I'm here with a couple of Hamilton women, one Marianne Daly, a Hamilton Catholic school teacher, and she said so many have said thank you for coming, uh, but she said that's what good neighbors do. So it's very touching for us to be, uh, to be even thanked. You know, uh, That's not what was expected, but, uh, but it's been very, very heartwarming.
0: So Anne, would you say then that there's not a, not a really um, strong or, or, or dominating political sense to this?
1: I think people feel very unified, you know. Um, it definitely, uh, it does fall under the umbrella of a women's march, but as I said, there's so much diversity here. Um, I think people are just uh, standing up and wanting to be counted. People say to me, well, what good does a march do? It's not going to change anything overnight, but a lot of people have said, I've never marched in anything in my life. I've never been an activist. I've never been particularly politically engaged. It seems to be drawing a lot of folks who are not, you know, activist types. So that makes it very interesting. Huge range in ages. I've seen uh, elderly men uh, wearing pussy, pink pussy hats. I've seen, uh, you know, I just saw a mother nursing her little baby girl who had this cute t-shirt on. Um, I can't remember the slogan. I've got to tell you, some of the slogans here are very creative. Um, we shall overcomb uh, was one <laughs> that I thought was rather funny with uh, a caricature of Donald Trump and some orange hair. We shall overcomb uh we don't want your tiny hands anywhere near our underpants I mean, some of them are pretty funny you're so vain you probably think this sign is about you you know they're all kind of jokey and uh, uh there really is a, an air of um, vitality here and uh, there have been no incidents that i've heard of we don't see any anti-march uh protesters or any anger uh, i see absolutely nothing like that even though there are half a million people here so pretty remarkable how smoothly it's all gone Uh, except for the porta potty issue I've got no complaints
0: well you know uh, th- that's the kind of protest that people in a democratic society and in a democratic world have no problems with if, if people stand up and say look this is what we want to be heard about this is this is what is bothering us this is an issue that we think we really need to be able to get out there and have people understand is is of significance and we want to talk about it there's never any objection to that it's the it's the idiots the the, the, the criminal element that we saw yesterday were setting uh, a limousine on fire and uh, and, and throwing rockets of police officers, and behaving in the manner that they did. That's where the objection rises. But what what what, well, what nothing, you're doing and
1: you, there's, nothing, there's nothing like that going no, on. No, no, I, I get that. I say that even though, even though there isn't a great era celebration, there is a huge underlining uh, concern about rights uh, for many types of people right. being rolled back, uh, for women, for racial minorities, for immigrants, for gay people. I mean, I've had people say to me, like, I live in the South and I'm gay, and I'm frightened for my life. Uh, so uh, even though this is a sort of a celebratory air, underneath it, these are serious people with serious concerns.
0: No, I understand that they're up there, and they, they didn't go to Washington to just uh, stand around and, and be heard. They went there with a message they want that they want to have, have heard. What's, uh, what's still ahead? What happens for the rest of the day?
1: Well, we, it's a five-kilometer march toward the White House and the Washington Monument. What we are, Like I say, no Wi-Fi here, so it's really hard to know exactly what's going on. What we're hearing is that it might be technically canceled because there is such a mass of people already moved toward the White House that we cannot, we are just moving at a snail's call right now. So some people are taking alternative routes. Uh, We're on the National Mall right now, uh, there's Constitution Avenue, so they're kind of moving around to try to get toward the White House, but it is just... And unant- you know, double the numbers that they anticipated, so it's going very slowly. Yeah. But it's, it's, I'm enjoying the ride. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Well, and thank you very much for joining us and taking the time to talk to us from uh, from Washington, from the Women's March.
1: I am very happy. And I just got to tell you, my favorite sign, one guy was holding up a sign that said, I know signs, I make the best signs, they're terrific, everyone agrees.
0: Thanks a lot for your time, man. Okay, boy. Be careful have, have, and enjoy Bye, the day. Bye-bye. Ann and Buckma joining us from uh, Washington, Hamilton reporter and uh, and editor and writer. Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll take some phone calls at uh, 1-800-263-2428, one 263 2428 Last hour, I asked you whether you felt that the Donald Trump speech was appropriate or inappropriate. Was it Was it the kind of speech that uh, the president should give or should he have extended more of an olive branch? You know, my position has been he gave the speech that he had to give. That's what people who voted for him expected. That's why he received enough votes in 30 of 50 states to become president of the United States. Nothing else would have satisfied the people who voted for him, the Americans who voted for him. And now it's up to Donald Trump to hold true to his promises one 800 263 let questions, let's, let's revisit the question of the speech. Was it appropriate? Was it inappropriate? Those on the left are arguing that it was inappropriate, that it was in your face, and the Democrats are calling for Americans to resist. That's the word that they're using, resist. So was the speech appropriate or inappropriate? And do you feel comfortable with Donald Trump being president of the United States? Or does it worry you? I heard one guy on MSNBC the other night, one of the hosts, worrying because Donald Trump would have what's called the biscuit in his pocket everywhere he goes. The biscuit is the little portable version of the nuclear codes. This guy on MSNBC, I thought he was going to have a medical issue because he was seemed to be terribly concerned that the moment Donald Trump got possession of the biscuit, the nukes would start to fly one eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight, 263 2428 is my number, the speech, and Trump's presence as President of the United States. Does it worry you or are you quite comfortable with Mr. Trump being the head of the country to our south? And you know what uh, Pierre Trudeau said about the United States, United States is like an elephant. If you're in the room with it and it moves, it affects you. We'll come back and hear what you have to say. 800-263-2428. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com and follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show.